Good evening, Rabbi Isai. Continuing along here, Be'ezer Hashem, at the end now of Cheshbin number 19. The Cheshbin, again, just to summarize, is Cheshbin, when we see that others are stricken with illness or suffering, whether it's physical, whether it's mental, whether it's starvation, all sorts of things that could befall people, and a person sees, wow, look at all these things that happen in the world, and I am Baruch Hashem fine. That person has to say, there's a reason for this, and it's for me to take notice. And Chavos tells us, number one is we have to see, we are not really any better off than them. Do we not deserve it also to be punished at some level? And it should bring a person then to refocus himself, is he doing the right thing? Start doing a little bit better, start doing tshuva, start asking Hashem for forgiveness. Now just parenthetically, we have to understand that obviously this sentiment, this whole cheshben, this whole idea is only for the people who are healthy. (laughs) For the people who are never stricken with any sort of suffering illness, you know, when you go visit them and uh, they're they're half conscious uh, in the hospital or they're suffering terribly with with some illness or uh, or, or, or or financial strain. You you can't go to this and say, oh by the way, you know this is really the best thing for you. You should know. That's not for them. For them, there's a different speech. This is the speech for the people who are healthy. This is the speech for the people who has spared. That's the way it works. As the Chazanish says, every bullet has its address. And if it was meant to strike this one, not the other one, the other one would say, why didn't it hit me? I was standing six feet away. Why didn't it hit me? That everyone has its address. But he has to start making his own account, his contemplation himself. So certainly there are ways of feeling, empathizing, sympathizing with the person who was ill. That's for the cheshmer of them. But he is the person who is okay. There was a gewaldige maisa that went around early on in covid a person, Nebuch, was several days in the hospital on oxygen, and he Hashem made it out. He made it out, he was okay, he walked out, he was home. A couple of weeks later, he gets a bill from the hospital. It's somewhere in excess of $5,000 for the few days of, of, of the stay in the hospital. He looks at the bill, and he starts crying. And someone in his family said, you know, what, what happened? Oh my goodness, listen... We'll take care of it if we have to borrow. We'll, you know, we'll we'll deal with it. He says, "No, no, I'm not. I'm not crying because of the bill." He says, "They're charging me five thousand dollars just to give me some air, to give me oxygen." Hakadosh Baruch every single day has given me air, has allowed me to breathe, it, all for free, all for free. Do we see what it's really worth? Do we see really what it costs? So this is all part of this cheshbon. You make an account, he says, look what's going on over here. Look what Hashem has done and continues to do. But those who are on the sidelines, those who are spared, do have to make this cheshbon. Okay, so we came, we ended last night with a question. Because he quotes here the Pesach in Parshish Bishalach. That if a person really wants to keep away from any illnesses, so it's a very simple solution. The formula is, listen to what Hashem tells us to do. 
if you certainly do listen to what Hashem says, then any one of these dreadful makas, these plagues that I brought upon Mitzrayim, I won't place upon you. And the pasuk against and we asked the famous question: if if the illness never comes, so what does Hashem have to say? I am the Rafe, I am the doctor. We don't need a doctor for not sick. So we'll just mention two of really many different pshatim. One is from the great altar of Kelm, Rab Simchazizel Ziv, who explained that the Makkas and Mitzrayim, the plagues that was the Mitzrayim, the Egyptians were stricken with. And for that matter, most of the non-Jews in the world, most of the people who are not cognizant that the illness is coming from the one above. So for them, there's no healing process in an illness. Any calamity that befalls them and they're unaware what the purpose of it and what the source of it is, so it's not for them to be aware of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So for them, it's not like, oh, well, they got, they got sick, but then they'll be healed from that sickness. It's just for, for the sake of the punishment. But kol any illness, any plague that I sent to the Mitzrim, that I sent to Egypt, that I won't put on you. Because when I give you a mako, when I make a yid pained, when I make suffering to a yid, that is a purpose in it. The purpose is, is that they, through the punishment, the person gets better. The same one who gives the punishment is the same one who gives the, the healing. So indeed, it doesn't mean necessarily that nothing will happen. In the, in the eyes of the, of the altar of Kalim, he understands the Pazik, doesn't mean there won't be any illnesses, but the illnesses will have a purpose. Like we say in the Yislichas, Mimaka Atzma comes the Tariya. The, the, the healing comes from the wound itself. Because when a person realizes, why did the wound come? Why did the illness come? Oh, it's to do tshuva. And that itself is the healing process. So Hashem says, oh, that's why I give it. I'm the one who wants to heal you through that process. So Hashem sends illness, sends a uh, trouble, but not just for the punishment of it, but rather in order then to become better and not only emerge from the illness, but become even greater people. But let me now share with you something from my Zayda, the Halakach Sam Seifer. He says there are two types of doctors in the world. And just to sort of, it's really his marshal, but I'm going to modernize it for our day and age. Nowadays we have your typical doctor who works in a, in a practice, maybe with other partners. And... When you are ill, so you call your uh, primary physician, you call your doctor, have an appointment, and after going through uh, several recordings of uh, please listen closely because our menu has changed. They've been saying that for the last 12 years, but okay. So finally you can get an appointment and see the doctor, and, and hopefully, you know, it's only the type shebaray from the weekend, but there are also very good doctors out there. They're very kind, and they and they... They know they're skillful, and they finally they help you out. They're like, you're good, and then, then then you get a bill with a copay and everything. But it's a different type of doctor right now. And I'm, I'm not saying which one is better. Chas We have very chosh of doctors here in our audience. 
But the, the lately there's been a new phenomenon called boutique medicine. And what you do is you pay a doctor a fee at the beginning of the year. And when once you pay your fee, that's it, the doctor is now on call. And whenever you need him, he will have to pick up the phone, call you back, it'll be much quicker. But the point is, this doctor has made his money regardless of if you're going to see him or not. The the other, the first type, in 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 a sense, he needs patients to become ill. He needs people to become sick, otherwise he doesn't see anybody, otherwise he doesn't make any money. But the, the boutique doctor, he's making his money regardless. As a matter of fact, he'd rather all his patients stay well, stay healthy, and then he could just go off throughout the winter to Florida and play golf. That's what he would prefer, and he made the same money because he's all paid up. Says the Chsam Sefer, we're saying here that I won't place on you, in other words, I won't even make you ill. Why? I'm the second type of doctor, says HaKadosh Baruch Hu. I don't even want you to get sick in the first place. And that's why, because I don't want you to get sick, that's why I tell you, don't eat that, you could eat that, like Rashi brings in Chumash, the two patients, one of them says, hey, doc, you didn't tell him he has this very strict diet. He says, that's because that guy, hey, I have no hope for him anyway, you know, so let him enjoy himself for the remaining part of life. But you, I see a lot of hope and you're getting better. Said Rashi, says, that's why forbidden foods are also to Jews and not to non-Jews. And so on and so forth. That's why Hashem says, Hashem says, if you just listen to my voice, that's it. I want what's best for me is you don't get sick in the first place. I'm that type of doctor that just hopes that you will never get ill in the first place. A beautiful pshat in this pasuk and the chesam seifer. Continues the repetition of this pasuk near there was first one was in Bishalach. This one is a little later on. This is in Parshas Ekev, uh, I believe. But that's the idea. We listen to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. That's a way of keeping away from illness. It's almost like the Rishonim say what the Torah is telling us is that. This is the system, Hashem says, that when a person does not listen to Hashem, so it's sort of automatically, it's not even so much a punishment, but it's just this is the way the system works, Hashem says, when a person doesn't listen, so illness comes to awaken him. One of the ways of awakening a person is the truth. The Yomar now, after we see the scene in the Torah, now we go to the Chazal, the Gemara, famous Gemara and Brachas. The Yomar Echod Mechasideinu Ha'akad Moinim you know who this person was? It's interesting, he doesn't mention the name. He just says, one of the earlier Hasidim, one of the earlier pious people. This was none other than Reb Chanina ben Doisa. Those learning the Afyemi just had him recently in Besaktas Tainis, the whole Meisur Reb Chanina ben Doisa. First, the, the daughter lit with vinegar instead of oil, and then he found the, the goats, and they came back with two bears on their, on their horns. Tremendous miracles have the Reb Chanina ben Doisa. It's important to know these stories because you have to know who was Reb Chanina ben Daisa. He viewed everything on just in a different plane. He had different glasses than the typical person. He didn't say, oh boy, this guy got sick. What should we do? Let's fu-. He says, that's not what happens. That's not the way I look at the world. There was a whole Maisa the Gemara brings in Brachis that there was an Aroid, 
an aroid is some sort of wild animal. Rashi says over there it was a it's a it's a uh, a wild animal comes from a union of two different snakes, dangerous poisonous snakes, and it was it was going around the town and was biting people and killing people, and people were petrified. They didn't leave their houses, so they came to tell Rabbi Chanina Ben Daisa. Rabbi Ben Daisa says, "Show me where's the hole where the snake is." They show him where the hole, and he puts his foot over the hole. The snake bites him. He runs to the water, and the snake dies. Nikamara said that's what happens. You get bitten by an aroid. Whoever makes it to the water first wins the game, sort of. And the aroid died. So Rebchanina Medeza says to them, Re'u bonai. He says, listen, not more than listen. Re'u, look and see with my glasses. See the way I will look at the world. She'ein aroid memes ela achet memes. Rebchanina Medeza knew about himself that he was pure. He knew he didn't do Averis. So he knew that this Aroid can't kill him because he wasn't deserving of, of, of the Aroid to kill him, that this wild animal should bite him and instill his venom in him. So that if he wasn't afraid, he says, you only have to be afraid of Chet. You have to be afraid of sin, not of the Aroid. Ain Aroid Mamis, and as the Aroid has no power on its own, the Aroid is sent when people are sinning, so Hashem sends an aroid, sends this poisonous snake or the like to to punish the people who are sinning. So that's what Rebchanina Medeisa says. The Yomar, David HaMelech Olav HaShalom. And now he quotes a passing to Hillam in the famous capital Yeshev B'Seisir Elyon, capital Tzadi Aleph. Where David says, Al Shachal V'Fesed Tidrech. Some sort of wild animals that you could even trample on. Tirmois, you could step on kefir v'sanen, young lions v'sanen, and a deadly snake. Why? Why don't you have to be afraid of these wild animals? And why don't you have to be afraid of things that could be harmful, could be fatal? Because kivi choshak, Hashem says, you know why you don't have to be afraid? Kivi choshak, because all your whole desire is just for me, Hashem says. Va'afalateyu, I will save you. Asagveyu, I'll lift you up. Kiyoda Shemi, because you know my name. And you know, this, this is David Amalek expressing sort of a feeling of Akarish Borku. And Hashem says, if it's Yoda Shemi, if you know it's me, if you know it's me doing it, if you know I'm in control, it's Kivi Choshak, your whole desire is just to have a relationship with me, Akarish Borku says, then I don't have to. I don't have to do any harmful things to you. Because then you know, you know the point, you get it right away. So therefore, and then you don't have to be afraid like Rabbi Hanina Medeus, he could step on the hole. Like the Gemara tells us in Shabbos that the Gemara mentions there were four people in history who died without sin. And they had to die because Hashem says because of the the uh, which came about through the first Nachosh of that the first snake in history, so every person has to die. But otherwise, they didn't deserve to die. These were, this was Binyam and Ben Yaakov, uh, Amram, the father of Moshe, Yishai, the father of David, and Kilov, the son of David. Four people. Otherwise, even Moshe and Aaron, they sinned, they did tshuva. But they, they were also, they're also Bali tshuva, as we explained back in the Shara tshuva. So, most people do sin, and they can do tshuva. But, the the uh, the point here is that if a person knows 
that this is where he has his addresses. His addresses ain't aroid meimis, elachid meimis. It's kivi choshak, yod hashmi, when we know Hashem's name, then indeed we know he's the roifei. He's the roifei who desires that we don't get sick in the first place. And he gives us, therefore, the prescription for it. The prescription is, if you listen to my voice, and if you've wronged, if you veered off, come do tshuva, come back. Hashem's arms are always open, ready to take us back. Agutenacht.